Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. Friday was the first day of Seahawks rookie minicamp, and everyone got their first look at our 2022 rookie class in their Seahawks uniforms. Let's start off with Charles Cross's opinion on how day one went for him. Uh, today, the first day felt good. Uh, just coming out, competing with, uh, with the guys, uh, learning the offense. Like it was really, it was really fun. Um, Coach, Dick, Coach Dixon, coaching everybody up. Uh, it was just a great experience, great learning, learning experience. It means a lot to me. Uh, just being a part of this uh, organization, uh, it's exciting. Um, I love the coaches. Uh, I love the fans. Um, just overall, everything. Just been a great experience. The Seahawks' first-round pick, ninth overall, added that it was helpful to have former teammate. Greg Island in the building. Uh, I feel like I feel like it's a big help, uh, not just to me, but to the other guys in the room. Uh, having that leader, having uh, another leader in the room um, that has been through the offense, that knows the offense. Uh, so I feel like it's it's it's, uh, it's great for the whole offense line. Next up is pass rusher Boye Mafe, who spoke about his first impressions. So far, I'm in a great group of guys, and especially in the OLB room, we've you know been just you know coming out here to compete and have fun, and it's all. Love, we all take care of each other and really helping each other as much as we can. So, I mean, I've just taken that all in, really. It was definitely a big difference. I mean, you know, college, you know, there's a lot of extra things you have to worry about. Classes, you know, students having, you know, being students and, you know, being on a college campus here, it's, you know, all it is is ball. So that you have nothing else to worry about. You know what I'm saying? You can learn more about the game. You can spend more time studying film, you know, taking more in-depth looks at defenses or offenses and everything. So, you know, I've been able to learn a lot more here. Mafe also talked a bit about the benefits of having a rookies-only minicamp. For me, I think the biggest benefit is that we get that more of the individualized coaching. Uh, for us, you know, coaches don't have a bunch of guys to take care of. They have this, you know, select group of guys to worry about right now. And, and you know, it is taking all in for me that the fact is that, you know, we have that small group and that we can take what we need to right now and learn from it. The former Golden Gopher said one of his big focuses during minicamp so far has been on special teams. I actually didn't play special teams in college. So, you know, it's, for me, it's a big learning curve. But, you know, I'm jacking it every day. You know, today we did you know, a little bit of punt and whatever we do. And so... Just taking everything that's in me, everything technique-wise, and just finding a way to you know fine-tune it. I'm not going to be perfect for day one, but hopefully by the season I can get better and better and better. Let's keep rolling in the draft order here and listen next to Ken Walker's goals for minicamp. Really just learn, learn what I can, like everything I can, learn what the coaches te- uh, teach me, soak it all in, you know, uh, get acclimated with all the guys that's here. Uh, I know it's, pretty, it's a pretty cool group of guys and we get along pretty well. The second running back taken in the draft said that his time at Michigan State has helped him to make an adjustment to the NFL a lot easier. That was a big thing for me. Like when I went to Michigan State, like I wanted to get in that pro style offense. And, uh, you know, when I was at Michigan State, it made a difference because we was able to watch film on NFL teams. And it was just like our offense, just different terminology. So, yeah. And closing out with the draft picks that we heard from, let's wrap with Abe Lucas who was asked if it felt surreal to be playing for his favorite childhood team. Yeah, certainly. I mean, watched uh, really all the way back to 2005, the Super Bowl uh, between the Steelers and the Seahawks. That's the first one, first game I really remember watching. Uh, so it's certainly, it's something. I mean, I'm not really sure I've taken it all in yet. Lucas talked about his impressions of fellow rookie tackle Charles Cross, both on and off the field. Well, you know, I haven't really been able to notice him too much. Uh, I mean, I guess I watched a little bit of like Mississippi State's film. Uh, he was really technical, um, used his hands well, had a good body position, stuff like that. Um, you know, he's, I mean, he doesn't look super big or anything like that, but, you know, he's carries himself very well. Um, and, you know, upside for him is pretty, it's pretty high. So I'm excited to see what he can do. Nice guy. Uh, really kind of quiet, kind of low key. Um, 
guy who just really wants to work, you know, and I can appreciate that, you know, just, I mean, pretty much most offensive linemen are like that, you know, pretty quiet, don't say a whole lot, but, you know, just like to get the job done. And before we get to Pete Carroll's notes, let's hear one last time from Lucas about what he made of his reps against Boye Mafe at the Senior Bowl. I thought that he was kind of an underrated guy coming in and away from that. Um, you know, from the reps that I took against him, I mean, it was all like based pretty much one-on-one stuff, which, you know, take it or leave it, what you will, you know, what's your opinion on it. But um, he's very good with his hands. I noticed uh, quick hands, good hands, good hand placement. Um, he's got a lot of upside, too. I think he can be very versatile on the defense and even on special teams. What did Pete Carroll have to say about these new rookies and his first look at them on the field? We'll hear from the Seahawks head coach coming up next. In addition to hearing from some of the rookies that we did before the break, we also got to hear from head coach Pete Carroll and his impressions of these players as they were in their Seahawks uniform for the first time. Let's start out with Coach Carroll's comments with his thoughts on Lucas and Cross's learning process with the three-point stance, which is crucial to the run game, but wasn't practiced much under the air raid offenses that they played in in college. Shoot, you would never even have known. I mean, I've already got a chance to look at half the film uh, of some of the teamwork that we did. They've been working hard at it, and they look very comfortable. They'll get better. I mean, I saw a couple of false, you know, flinches and stuff, but uh, which is really normal. Um, but it's not, like I've said, these guys are too good athletically. I mean, they're really comfortable in their bodies and can move and they're well-proportioned and they're quick and they can run fast for big guys. It's just not going to be a, a, a big transition like, you know, we might think. And I don't think that the experience of being in the offense they've been in is going to be a, a detriment at all. I think it's going to, the area of most that we would be concerned about is pass protection, you know, and, and being able to pick up with the speed and all these guys have had thousands of snaps of, of protected on the edge. And so, uh, and then, and they knew they had to, you know, and the coach put them in that position. That was their style. And the guys coming in, were all rushing the passer and all that. So this, that's all adds to, uh, I, I think it's, we're fortunate that they've come through that program. A crucial part of that running game will also be rookie running back Ken Walker. He, he he took off now. He's a rocket. He caught the ball really well today, too, which we're really excited about. Um, our offense and, and the terminology and the concepts that we've run, he's run before. And uh, he was well-prepared at Michigan State um, coming to us. He understood even the terminology to some extent, too. So it was really it's going to really facilitate him being comfortable with the transition. Uh, so we'll expect no issues there at all. He'll be able to, to go. Um, He's very bursty, very quick. He's got a ways to go pass protection-wise. He, he, that's a real challenge for him, um, and, and so we'll see. I, I know his attitude will be in it. He's a terrific competitive kid. That That's really – it needs to be a priority, which it is. We've already talked to him about that, and Chad will take him through it, but um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. He looks really good today, catching the ball running around, so I was, I was really pleased to see that. In fact, Carroll said that fans can expect rookies to be more crucial to the team's success this year than usual. Well, you know, it might look like that and it feels a little bit like that in that we really hit it with the guys we picked in spots that we, you know, they're, that are available to compete for. And, you know, there's not like an incumbent long-term guy at a couple of these spots. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see some guys have a shot at, at pushing for a lot of playing time out of this this class. I don't know that how much different that is, but it seems it's really specific and we can all kind of visualize how that's going to happen. So um, I think that's likely that people would, would come to that conclusion. One of those potential leaders Carroll seemed very impressed with was cornerback Kobe Bryant. 
Bryant made some a real nice first day of it, you know, and and uh, really a really a, an accomplished college kid coming out. And he just seems like he's comfortable. He understands it. He gets it. Um, so uh, that's probably why he was recognized for a couple of years being a leader in that program and all. Um, that's just an early impression, but a really good first impression. Some unfortunate news. The other cornerback the Seahawks selected in the draft, Tariq Woolen, he was unable to participate the whole day at camp. I uh, just got a little bit of a hamstring thing that's bothered him that showed up in the in the physical coming through, and they, we just don't want to push it until we know know it better. Uh, he was able to get through the walkthrough, which was really good early in the day, and and so he was getting you know breaking the huddle and getting lined up and and moving around enough. He's not hurt hurt. He's but he's got a little bit of uh, a little bit of a soreness in his hammy that we just don't want to push right now. We don't know him well enough to know what to do with that, so we'll we'll take a couple more days, and by next week when he returns, we'll we'll have a much better feel. Given his physical profile, some have compared Woolen to former Seahawks cornerback Trey Flowers. Yeah, well, um, Tariq is as fast as you can get. You know, I mean, he's really fast. And uh, so that's that's such a benefit when you're out there racing, you know, with the best in the world. And uh, so we'll see. Um, remember also that, you know, that was a big transition, you know, for Trey because he was coming from safety. This is and this is not a, a long-term corner because he's only been there a couple of years, but uh, – He's, he's ahead coming in in that regard. He's been out there on the edge and played a lot of football and, and all that. So we'll see how it goes. Um, it's pretty exciting, though. I'm, you know, I'm pretty pumped about these two guys coming in and uh, can't wait to see how it unfolds in time. Moving on to some of the undrafted players, Carol was asked if there was a reason the team brought in four safeties out of the undrafted pool. Uh, just looking at guys, there's some really good guys that, that, uh, that not, there's not a real design to that. Like we need a bunch of numbers. Um, However, you know, there are a couple of guys hurt, you know, that are coming back. Um, Marquise isn't back yet and, and, and both, you know, our starters. So, um, you know, we, we just got to have good numbers, but it's not by design that we're trying to load it up. The Seahawks also signed undrafted quarterback Levi Lewis, in addition to bringing in Caleb Ellaby for a tryout. Uh, both are both are leaders, you know, did a nice job in their programs. Um, they're strong people. Um uh, they handled what we asked them to do today well and threw the ball around around the yard pretty good. And, and uh, But both of them, you can see, are, are good competitive guys. And that came through really clearly. Finally, the press conference gave reporters the first chance to ask Carroll about his thoughts on the Germany game and the Seahawks' German fan base. Yeah, I think that's, it's great. You know, I've never been there. Uh, so I, I look forward to the trip just like everybody else. I have a really good thought about going overseas because we did, we've done it before, you know, and, and we had a great trip when we went to uh, to London and and uh, the way our people handled it, um, you know, you got to get a lot of priorities in order and all of that. Our guys have really did a fantastic job last time, so I'm holding a good thought and and uh, you know it's an experience of a lifetime for for everybody here. And uh, uh, as far as Aaron Donkers is concerned, it, it couldn't be sweeter, you know. We obviously he's going to carry the flag out in the opener. I don't know. What that but uh, at least he'll be able to translate for us. And, and um, so we look forward to it and uh, following over there. And we've been hearing that for a couple of years. It's not the first time we heard that. Maybe that's why it worked out. Um, so I, I would bet, I would bet that, uh, I don't know how to say 12s in, in German, but I would bet that they're, uh, they're going to be ready for us, you know, and, and uh, we'll, we'll get them revved up and, and, uh, and look forward really for a, a rela- you know, starting a relationship with those fans. The discussion of Germany also gave us a chance to check in on the progress of linebacker Aaron Donker, who's going into his second year with the team. 
Well, first off, he is a pain in the butt because he just won't let up. He is such a good competitor. He's such a good practice player. I mean, he wears guys out with, with his intensity, and we got to, you know, we're constantly <laughs> working with him. But it's a great problem to have because he just won't let up. And and uh, so he 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 saw the opportunity and he didn't just you know kind of hang through it. He went for it and did a great job. He's got edge rush ability. He's just a, he's a smaller guy, so it's you know you got to get matchups uh, uh, in his favor, but. Um, He's a good ball player, and so uh, I'm happy to have him back. That's going to do it for this show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. Hopefully everyone is enjoying their weekend. Big plans. Make sure you call your mom on Mother's Day. Wish her a happy Mother's Day. I know I'm going to be doing the same on my end. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. And check out fieldgoals.com. I don't know if we'll have any Happy Mother's Day articles for you up there, but we do have... Mookie Alexander with the article as NFL execs weigh in on the Seahawks 2022 draft. And what I think is maybe a little bit of a clickbaity article from Tyler Alson. Seahawks not trading for a veteran QB, but will take to the air in 2022. A little preview. I think this has to do with the Seahawks travel schedule coming up this season. So check that out and you can find out just how many air miles the Seahawks team is going to log this upcoming season. Be sure and stay tuned to the podcast. Be sure you're subscribed to the show, sbnation.com slash NFL podcast. Look for the Field Goals podcast wherever you listen. There's going to be a three-in, three-out episode coming up with Clinton Bonner. I'm going to be joining Clinton, and we are going to be going through some of the draft pairings that became evident through this past draft. We'll get into it with Clinton. Stay tuned for that. And until next time, go Hawks. Go Hawks.